Forgot the details. Episode four. We're trying again. Let's go. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna actually trying to have a real conversation yeah. now. Yeah. We're not messing around. Okay. We don't mess around here. We don't messing around around here. <laughs> this is a serious podcast, damn it. I, I told Tanner this, JP. I didn't, I, I didn't tell you yet. After Friday, I got a little wonky. Uh-huh. I sat in the bath for two hours, and <laughs> yeah. I tried. I used chat GPT for the first time. Yeah. Got it to write... Uh, like all of the, I had seen those videos on Instagram. It's, you know, Donald Trump and Biden playing Minecraft, Minecraft together. Yeah. So I was just like writing <laughs> scripts about that. And it was so funny. I spent like three hours the other night or straight up watching the presidents play all the Wii sports. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Wii, Wii sports. Golf, Wii tennis. Wii. Oh my Joe, God. Joe, you have to mind the diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> we have to mind the diamonds, Joe. Uh, the, uh, another one was that was cool was making it generate. Like giving it prompts for Seinfeld scripts. Oh yeah, yeah. that was really that was good, dude. It'll, it, it'll literally write whole stories, whole papers. You and could tell it to write a research paper about a topic. You can give it word limits, so you'll be yeah. like, oh, like write it in it's ten thousand words. Mm-hmm. Right, there you go. Boom. Yeah, AI is really gonna take over. <laughs> I was uh, talking to one of my friends about this earlier today, but it's like, what in the past year has made it explode so much compared to the last like ten years? Dude. I think. I think it's just because like now like everybody can just access it on their phone. Yeah. Like I think that, that Chat GPT really changed a lot of it. Not because it's like you know in our faces. It's not some company just like building it for themselves. I guess I don't know mm-hmm. what. It's know also what... like the next like biggest like market. It's gonna be like the next big thing. Like people are gonna be wanting to like join on and like get in on the ground floor of AI and like, cause it's going to explode within the next couple of years. I mean, aren't they already trying to ban it in other countries? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think they're, I think it might've been France, but they were either stopping the progression of like further research or limiting what versions of Chad GPT were available to the public. Mm-hmm. Cause I think right now they're on like five, but four is what's accessible. Something like right. that. And then what comes after? Like, what's what, what does it look like when it gets to version 10 or something, you know? Oh, dude, that's like the like, same. That's when we're at singularity <laughs> that's what I'm saying. levels. That's when we're all just like one. We're just one consciousness. What makes... It is it, the Matrix. Yeah. 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 That's what, what Tate was wor- was warning everybody about. <laughs> it was actually just ChatGPT 10. Li- the literal Matrix. <laughs> but like, what? how do you... Dis- once it does get that advanced, how do you decipher it from like... Like a human is, being, yeah. Like, is it alive? If Ooh, it has, that, if it's able to understand. Well, that was that like stuff? the whole. That was like the whole Turing test thing. But yeah, then you're going. You would have to, if we wanted to keep it where it's not at that level, then you would have to have like other AI models that are to be able to detect it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and say that whether it is or not, but then at that point, then that one knows what is and isn't human. And then that one knows how to counteract those things. So they're yeah. both yeah. just going to get yeah. better and better at the well, same rate. Think about this. It's, it's a way of training them specifically. It's like yeah. combative training. So I forget. <laughs> Jeez, bro. <clears throat> All right. So think about it, like, you put chat GPT type stuff, version 10 into like a, uh, a suit that's like design. It's connected to the main computer and like you tell it how to move it, like how to move the body parts. Oh, and it starts learning how to walk. Oh, this, now it's just walking Dude, around. You learn it. You'd visualize <laughs> it and it would actually like start crawling. Yeah. And it might yeah. start walking. Yeah. Learn like a human would learn, like a human baby learns how to walk. What if that's <laughs> that would it, that would be wild? That would be wild, dude. It's it's just kind of scary. That is kind of spooky. And the speed at which it's moving right now, how that I feel like we could see something like that in our lifetime. Because the more technology advances, the faster technology advances. Yeah, yeah. Like whoo. Moore's law. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moore's law. <clears throat> So, Man, I'll see y'all. I'm spooked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm actually kind of spooked about it. That's why I was. That's why I was holding off so long on on actually using it. Was like I don't know if I want to do this. Yeah. I don't know if I want to Further the interact with the thing that may end me someday. <laughs> right. That seems just like staring into the gates of hell at that point. I mean, if we want to be kind of like our parents, is that necessarily going to become our problem or our kids' problem? Dude, I want to have kids someday. I don't want to think about them like living in like nuclear shelters point. and shit. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, shit. 
Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe our kids will be the ones to stop the robot uprising. That True. might be cool. Some Terminator type shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to name my kid Blade Runner at this point now. <laughs> or you. Neo. My son, my son there we go. Neo. He's automatically chosen. He's going to love you for that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think us... Uh, Let's get let's get into the let's get into the title of this oh, episode. Just... So this is if you didn't catch the last episode, go listen to it. We talked about the October surprise leading us into today's episode, which is going to be on Iran Contra. Who's freaking ready? <laughs> I'm, ready. Me, me. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> um. So there was a the there's a a really funny video of Reagan <laughs> prefacing all of this. So let, just like some background. Uh, real s- short and simple. We were selling guns to Iran to fight Iraq, Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> we were taking that money Iraq, and giving it to the Contras in Nicaragua who were fighting the Sandinistas. The Sandinistas were socialist at the time of all of this. This is like still during the Cold War. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a, a lo- socialism and communism is kind of like spreading across the, the world at this point. So like, you know, we had the Vietnam War, which was effectively fighting communism. The Korean War was... A mystery to all of us. I think it was. I think it was somewhat communism, and then and then you have the Cold War, and so that was like a lot of the stuff the CIA was doing at this time is just like, yeah, we have to stop communism by any means. And socialism is a flavor of that, and so we're gonna go and um, it's freedom, baby. Yeah, and st- and stop the Sandinistas there. Yeah, what they got over there too, while we're at it. Yeah. What kind of resources they got? So they, but America, so maybe. So they passed a law. In Congress, I think it was called. It was an amendment called the Boland Amendment, and mm. basically this said, "You, we cannot provide uh, like military aid to the Contras in Nicaragua because this is not like a, a, a good use of resources." Right. Mm-hmm. And but this we is give still them guns though. Yeah. Well, that that was the whole thing. It was like they were kind of just loopholing loopholing it by like providing them like training and money but then the money was like kind of tied up in like companies and investments and where they started buying cocaine so like (laughs) they were they were getting their money there somehow um but so yeah so they came out with the Boland amendment and that was in uh 1984 but the thing that kind of led to this whole conspiring of of all these CIA individuals to do a lot of these things was um, pr- so prior to uh, Reagan, if we go all the way back to even Ford um, mm-hmm. and actually even we can go back further than that. So we can talk about during the Vietnam wars, you had different CIA operatives that were uh, basically starting like shadow wars in different countries all, all, all around Vietnam. Come on. And so this is like, um, this is, uh, oh no, that's uh, that's not right. Well, actually, I take that back. That is right. I just don't have the countries listed, but it included like Laos and the Philippines and a lot of other countries. So they were basically just running their own anti-communism campaign and training local militia groups at the same time mm-hmm. under the guise of, oh, we're fighting in Vietnam, which they were plenty of. But then you had just like people going off to these other countries and saying like, hey, we should fight communism. Here's guns. Here's training. Here's how you take care of all of this, and all of those people came back to to the United States and worked in the CIA. The uh, Ford administration comes through and has something that you guys might like. You know how last time we were talking about how the October surprise is like in the nomenclature now. Oh yeah, they yeah. had the Halloween massacre. Oh, really? My God. Yeah. All right. the, so the Halloween massacre was. The Ford administration had basically just like completely removed their cabinet um, and had taken a lot of people out and restructured it. Um, So after that, we have um, eventually we get Jimmy Carter as president. Jimmy Carter's um, Halloween massacre. um, So he had nominated a new CIA director. And as a part of... um, Jimmy Carter's like trying to reimagine like what it is to be like a fair presidency and to and to be like more of a humanitarian cut a lot of cut a majority of clandestine individuals that worked in the CIA. So clandestine structures and like operations is basically when when CIA operatives are going to other countries to kind of like spy or to dismantle or to, mm-hmm. you know, protect certain individuals on under the cover of 
you know, we're not we're not the CIA, you know, know. that type of thing. So he basically tried to cut out all those people that were going to the Philippines. Yes, yes, this was the CIA director under uh, Jimmy Carter. Let me find his name real quick. This Uh, is insane. How like we'd be just be going to other countries to protect people. It's like we're sending our government over there. Like, is it necessarily to even protect people or just? Protect our assets. Well, yeah, I think I think it's protect our assets, and, yeah. that's, and then yeah. it's got to be like you know. But all of that that is just like under the guise of protecting democracy right, and, and banishing right. yeah. communism in all of these places. Right. Like maybe it might have worked for some of these people. We don't know, but it was just like we have to push it out. We have to push mm-hmm. it out. So the um, me <laughs> after this after this meatloaf. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, Stansfield Stansfield Turner was the the name of that CIA op. Turner was appointed to lead CIA by Jimmy Carter in 1977 and undertook a series of controversial reforms, including downsizing the agency's clandestine arm and emphasizing technical intelligence collection over human intelligence. Hacker man, hacker man, hacker man. <laughs> That's what that sounds like to me. But yeah, that was that was Halloween Massacre. I thought that was pretty neat. I was like, well, that's a great name. Yeah. And they, they, I saw some newspaper clippings, ominous. and they were like, <laughs> the CIA, and like, were different branches of, like, the, I guess, like, the government just have their own, like, newspaper type resources. And there were clippings of, like, ah, eight years ago today, old Jimmy <laughs> fired 500 of the best boys we had type of thing. Like, they were dogging him. God. Dogging him, dude. It was insane. Dog Imagine they made a movie about that, and it's called the Halloween Massacre. And oh, your that would be cool. Horror your parents movie. take you to your parents take you to see it, and you think it's going to be a horror movie. <laughs> and and it's Halloween politics. Massacre. <laughs> um. Oh, where am I? In my notes now. Did everybody have a good weekend? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been pretty good. Had to go to a family barbecue yesterday. Oh, yeah, over over under on Glizzy's eight. I'm going to say you had two. I did have exactly two. <laughs> two glizzies, one nice. burger. Yep, yep. Yep. It was an open face burger. Yep. Nice. yep. Beers? I did have one beer. I one beer? Uh, yeah, I didn't want to I didn't want to splurge too much. <laughs> Not in front of the kitties. The kid, There wasn't too many kitties there. It was a bunch of older white folk. <laughs> <laughs> um, shoot, where were we on all of this? Oh, yeah. Okay, so back to when... So Prior to the prior to Iran Contra, when we were just supplying guns to them, you know the initial thing was that they were they sent them guns to free these the hostages. Mm-hmm. There was a lady, um, Barbara Hanniger, so her husband was in was a hostage in Libya. She goes there on her own accord after being told by the government, like no, like just stay out of it. We're gonna we're gonna have it resolved, and they weren't really giving her any answers. She went over there and went to Syria and uh, communicated with them to like kind of bro- not necessarily broker, but just like be her form of government communication mm-hmm. to talk to them and be like, yo, free my husband. Free my she man. goes to Syria, convinces them they communicate, get him back. Really? And her, opi- her opinion of the whole situation was that it was the plan all along to sell Iran guns, but the only way that the American people would be convinced of it and go along with it was to free the prisoners. Mm-hmm. So and that, it, and that the the prisoners were basically, or the 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 hostages, the, the hostages. The yeah, they were they came after the fact. Mm-hmm. Quote okay. cover up. That sounds like a cover up. Uh, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, she got her husband back for literally just communication. Like, yeah, just went over there and said, back. hey, give me give me him back. Okay, here you go. <laughs> so you're telling me that we had to give them guns to get our hostages back? Yep. Interesting. Interesting. I don't believe it. I don't either. I'll Something take... strange is afoot. <laughs> Something don't smell right. Oh, I got that wrong. Barbara Hanniger. Her name was Sis Levin, not Barbara Hanniger. Oh, what a fact. What a fact. Fun fact. Quick correction. Um, shoot. Yeah. And then a bunch of CIA operatives basically like started this company called Eatsco, <laughs> Egyptian American Transport Services Company. And so those folks, this is like Theodore Shackley, who was in the CIA, John Sinclair, which was also a general, and then in the CIA, they started this company to basically tra- use a transport company. 
and then they contacted the is like Israel, and Israel was brokering these deals between them, and then they should just hit the fan. It was a nightmare. I can't believe they <laughs> did so all this. So many different people like, involved in this. Like, oh, and it's especially crazy that like they all these people were previously just like nominated into their positions, got kicked out, made their own private companies, and then worked with the people that they used to work with <laughs> in the CIA. It's nuts. Theodore Shackley, George Bush, Thomas Kleins, John Sinclair, Roger Sacred, Albert Hakim, or Hakim was actually part of uh, Iran. Never mind, it's not in like, the CIA. It's like they they quit from the being in the government to doing it by themselves because they don't have the restrictions like that the government puts on you when you're in the government. You can't do all the illegal stuff or like somewhat shady stuff. You got to follow yeah. protocol. Yeah, and and. And so the idea is that, like, Reagan totally knew about that. He said, we did not trade weapons or anything else for hostages, nor will we. And then (laughs) less than, like, six months later, quote, a few months ago, I told the American people that I did not trade arms for hostages. My heart and my best intentions tell, uh, tell me this is true, but the facts and evidence tell me it's not. That sounds like a guy who knew he was lying yeah. and is trying his best to say, I'm not lying. Yeah. yeah. He was trying his best to sound oblivious. Right. Like, well, I don't know how that Dude. happened. And then, so, um, Oliver North comes to Congress to make a confession about it, that we were actually trading arms and basically was just like the fall guy for all of it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like so a bunch of other people got indicted and, and sent to like federal prison for a while. Uh, I think if they got, I think some got sent to prison. I don't know if they actually stayed in prison, but um, yeah. And then when George Bush became president, he just pardoned all of them because he was in on it. Mm-hmm. He was in on it. He's <laughs> he's who met uh, members of of like the Iraq government in uh-huh. in the like the Paris because he meeting. was under Reagan, right? Yeah, yeah. Because he went in there doing the Paris thing, and yeah, and then pardoned like all of them after that. Of course, Man, wild, crazy. And now now Oliver North is a. Uh, Runs a show on Fox. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dude, what's the name of his show? I think I forget, but he just like tells war stories and like talks about like combat history Jeez. and stuff like that. Dude, and then have you guys seen this? The um, Family Guy, or sorry, American Dad did a Iran Contra skit. Oh, really? I'm gonna show I'd it like to, to you. I'm gonna pause this and show it to you. Wait, who's Oliver North? What? I can't believe you kids don't know about the great patriot Ollie North. That was sweet. Dude, yeah. that was pretty yeah, good. Go check that out. No way seen he it. hasn't seen that. Who? Oliver North. Oh, absolutely. No he yeah, yeah, he's definitely had seen it. Dude, I imagine that like a lot of the a lot of celebrities that have that have been on South Park have definitely watched oh, it. Oh, oh yeah, 100%. 100%. I wonder what their response is. Uh, Do you think they get approached about it beforehand or not at all? I don't no, think so. They, they, they no. have like that warning in the beginning that's like, these aren't real people. <laughs> They're just yeah. characters in our universe with the same name and the same look. but <laughs> Same likeness. Yeah, I don't think anybody's like been able to actually come after them. They've been... Michael Jackson was the closest to like suing them because he threw like all of his money behind it. When they came uh, out really? that fucked up episode oh, yeah. with Michael Jackson in it. Now Michael Jackson's ghost is yeah, in the episodes, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. That's funny. I didn't diddle that little boy. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't sue him. They no, can get away yeah, with it's it forever. Fair use. You big family guy? Th- family guy? Oh, yeah. Really? Watch family guy, American Dad. What other ones are there? Cleveland. I watched the Cleveland show, yeah. I watched a little bit of the Simpsons. Cleveland show. I was way more on King of the Hill and The Simpsons. Oh, hell yeah. Always. I King actually watched Hill. King of the Hill like that. Oh, it's great. Well, I was it's always good. on Adult Swim, and like growing up, my parents did not nah, let me touch Adult yeah, Swim. Yeah, me, same. <laughs> True. Then I'd go to my mom's house and watch Fox, and it was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so awesome. The sickest. The, um, yeah, shoot. You And you said you hadn't watched Rick and Morty? No, I have not. I've heard a lot of mixed things about Rick and Morty. I gotta say, not a fan. Not a fan? You see what I mean? And then I know I have another friend that says it's the best show he's ever seen. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm give or take on it. 
There's a lot of a lot of the fan base is just is the reason why I don't like the show. That's it, and that's everything I've heard too. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, would kind of agree reason. with it. They're, they're like, like the, supreme. Yeah, uh, they're a supreme group. I mean, yeah. if we're being honest, the whole reason I haven't watched it yet is because of the fan base. <laughs> yeah. they're weird. Oh, man. It's the it's same reason why I don't like superhero movies anymore. Yeah, because the superhero yeah. movie fan base kind of annoys me. Sorry Pure to cringe. any listeners yeah. that are superhero fans, but. Calm down. We just defended everybody that knows the entire Marvel story. Oh, gosh. Yeah, dude. I'm going to Thanos snap everybody that likes superhero (laughs) movies. That's what I'm going to do, honestly. You're gone. But, okay, horses, too. Horses? I don't like horses horses because, like, horse people kind of freak me out. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The horse girl. uh, Yeah. We we all know the horse girl. yeah. Yeah. Nothing else needs to be said. Oh, there's a kitty trying to break in. Oh my god. That scared me. Thought the damn grudge was coming at us. <laughs> uh, oh gosh. Man, that shit used to scare the fuck out of me as a kid. I saw that scene where they're like, uh, I think it's the second one. They're in like a hospital or something. Wait, the second what? The grudge. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, dude, the lady was like under, and she got, got in her bed. And she was sitting there, and she lifted up the covers, and that face was staring back at her under the covers. <laughs> Bro, I saw that scene when I was like eight, and I did not sleep for about a week and a half. <laughs> Holy shit! I the the a movie that scarred me as a kid that was a horror movie was Misery. Oh, I don't know that one. Misery is a it's Stephen King. Mm-hmm. So like he's a writer and he gets into like a car accident and so like a, in a blizzard and this lady takes him in, but she's in, she's crazy. Oh, and she's shit. like, he's her favorite novelist. And he like, she like traps her in his house or traps him in, in her house. Yeah. It's like almost like a pet. Whoa. Really? Yeah. It's free. free. Sounds fucked up. It's free. Gosh. A uh, movie that scarred me growing up. It wasn't even because of the movie itself. It was the Saw movies and the, oh, and the puppet. I dude. remember like, I don't even know how old I was, but I don't know if I came inside from something, but the commercial for it was on, on like the big box uh, TV. Yeah. And then like at the very end of the commercial, it's just the puppet's face is zoomed in all the way. <laughs> oh, and after I saw that, I swear I had nightmares. Every time you week. close your eyes, that's yes. what you see. I've only seen the Saw movie and I don't want to see <laughs> her the first one and I don't want to see it. A single other You're one. You're not missing much. <laughs> yeah. So I've heard. I heard that one didn't get better. Nah. Nah. My, uh, I saw It, um, like the original one when I was a kid, and I caught a glimpse of that motherfucker when he's in the drain. Oh, yeah. And he pulls the kid down. That, that scene, that scene, uh, and It in general traumatized me when I was a kid. Uh, for about, oh, for about three months, like every time I went to sleep, I would cry and like scream for my mom. And we had this um, clown poster that my grandma gave us. It was like super old and meant something. Fucking hate clowns. I know. So. And this, it was a creepy ass painting. And she hung it up in our room. I shared a room with my brother. She hung it up in our room, and that thing was stare at me. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> I could see it looking. It was at watching me. you sleep, JP. Man, Dude, I don't there, know why she did there was one time. It was probably like ten o'clock at night, and we were. I think I was probably seven, six or seven years old. We were backing out of a parking spot and ran into like the. Uh, you know, how they'll put up pipes at the end of a parking spot. Yeah. Well, it's it's a old. It's an old parking lot, so there's no lines or anything. There's no lights in it, so we right. back into it. And so I think my mom had to, like, call somebody, and and as we were there, uh, uh, like, a cop had rolled by and was just, like, check, like just checking on us. We're like, oh, no, we're okay. We hit this thing. There's no lights out here. And he's like, oh, okay. I'm out of the car, and I look over, and a clown oh, drove no. by us. No Dude, way, stared dude. me dead in the eye and was waving. Oh, hell I'm six years no. old and I just was like, and nobody saw it. Like, my mom didn't see it. The dude. other officer didn't see it. I was like, nobody oh, started crying. Oh, yeah. Dude, I was so spooked. And he was driving, I remember it was like an old red car. Oh, bro. Like, either like a Honda or like a, an older Pontiac. It Not was cord. I was so scared. <laughs> I was so spooked. And I, I remember it clear as day. What are it was the right odds? outside. It was right outside of, if, if anybody knows where this is, it's right outside Bullfrog Corner in. South Haven slash Horn Lake, Mississippi. It's 
it spooked me. I was no, so spooked. No, no, never that go is there. terrifying. I'm oh. picturing that right now. I'm about to Something uh, kind of irrelevant. I don't know if this happened for y'all, but uh, growing up, the movie The Exorcist was always so hyped up. Yeah. It's like the scariest yeah. movie yeah. of yeah, all that, time. That, my parents always said that was horrifying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they, they said that people were passing out in theaters watching that God shit. Pussy. And I, like, I watched it. <laughs> like, I had no way to watch it. So, like, I was in high school. I go to one, two, three movies, and uh, I watch it, and it was boring. Yeah. Um, not it, scary at all. No. Overhyped. I haven't seen Overhyped. it. Overhyped. You haven't seen it? It's just old, right? Yeah. It's yeah. just old. Yeah. I can I mean, imagine that. Yeah. Um. Uh, I, I mean, I guess we can talk about Oliver North. He was, he was kind of interesting. He took the fall for at least give him an ounce of respect. So uh, the scandal was compounded when Oliver North destroyed or hid pertinent documents between the 21st of November and the 25th of November 1986. During North's trial in 1989, his secretary, Fawn Hall, which from that video, that was alleged, that was the hot secretary, uh. Uh, <laughs> testified extensively, not their words, not mine, uh, testified extensively about helping North alter and shred official United States National Security wow. Council documents from the White House. According to the New York Times, enough documents were put into a government shredder to jam it. Hall also testified. <laughs> he, was throwing, fact. he was throwing the things in there. God. Yeah, he said in a he said in Congress, he was like, if I didn't have enough time to shred them, we'd put them in a burn bag and just like burn all of the documents. Uh, he also testified that he smuggled classified documents out of the old executive office building by concealing them in her boots and dress. North explanation. Can you imagine her like stuffing her bra <laughs> with, like, yeah, with receipts how much time the for everything? Got... How much? Did what? she get pardoned? The secretary. Um, well, I think we'll find out. All right. So North's explanation for destroying such documents was to protect the lives of individuals involved in Iran and Contra operations. It was not until 1993, years after the trial, that North's notebooks were made public, and only after the National Security Archive and Public Citizen sued the Office of Independence Counsel under the Freedom of Information Act. Which was basically the law that basically came out and was like, oh, hey, guys, after a certain amount of time, we can release government docs. It's yeah. like, I'm pretty sure that's why we're like finding out that UFOs are real. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. That's, that's, that was a big thing recently because they, they released a big chunk of stuff. Yeah. When did the when Freedom of Information Act get passed? That's a pretty good act. Rare. I'm glad we have that one. Yeah. Rare America W. Oh, bro. wait. 1967? What the hell? Dang. When did Kennedy get assassinated? Oh, that must be... <laughs> Dude, what if close. that what if that lines that up? I'm gonna leave that to the Very listener to look into. I'm not gonna spread. I'm not gonna just like go on a wild goose chase here because I could be stuck for a minute. Um, all right. So during the trial, North testified that 21, 22, or 24 November, he witnessed Poindexter destroy what that was like the director of the CIA at the time. I'm pretty sure may have been the only one only. What may have been the only signed copy of a presidential convert, covert action finding that sought to authorize CIA participation in November 1985 Hawk missile shipment to Iran. Sick That's name. a big, giant <laughs> missile that would probably destroy Iraq. They were going to wreck them. Um, so U.S. Attorney General Edwin Meese admitted on the 25th of November that profits from weapon sales to Iran were made available to assist the Contra rebels, rebels in Nicaragua. On the same day, John Poindexter resigned and President Reagan fired <laughs> Oliver North. Poindexter was replaced by Frank Carlucci on the 2nd of December, 1986. Well, see. Yeah, and Reagan didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Bullshit. Man, Reagan Bull. was fucked, dude. He was dude, involved in, sure was involved in a lot of controversy. And, but dude, and it didn't even phase him. And that that's oh, the crazy. Yeah. It didn't phase him, but it also didn't phase like the American public either because we were just so we were so sold on the idea of just like ending communism anyway. Yeah, we could. exactly. I mean, Reagan has only looked upon as a great president. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, but like I I can imagine that if the pressure from the Cold War and the Cuban Missile Crisis was that high in the past. Going into a president that's like, I will destroy this at any cost possible, <laughs> might might probably convince me if I was kind of scared that a nuke was going to drop on yeah. me. Yeah. And now you're just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to destroy everybody in my path to <laughs> to do this thing. Have if I have to scared. introduce, if I have to start introducing coke into under uh, represented minority groups in America, then so yeah. be it. And that's just, that's a whole nother story. We're not going to, we'll, we might not get into like the crack part of this. That's a whole other spinoff. We'll the Narcos episode. Hey, bro, they were talking about it. 
Huh? No, and Narcos? Saying, we'll do the Narcos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to start watching Narcos, and then we can definitely right, get into that. That would be a nice... That would actually be a good transition from this, because... True. Because... Uh, not to, to save you some time, at least, when we when we were tired of training them and stuff, we basically just started giving money from, from the Iran to buy cocaine. <laughs> and we were basically just securing routes of cocaine from, from Nicaragua, from Argentina, Costa Rica. Colombia. And, and it was just, Colombia. yeah. And Colombia. And we were just like sending CIA planes to basically just like watch after them. Mm-hmm. And one of the landing, one of the private airports was used by a CIA op living in Costa Rica. Damn. Yeah. Dude, I'm so excited. Yeah, we got to get on I'm the about Narcos, to watch too. That when I'm watching it when I get home. <laughs> Dude, watch that and go watch American Made. Go American check Made? that out. That's like yeah. a very similar story. He's going right. down there taking pictures for the CIA and then starts trafficking drugs. Oh, is that the guy who was like smuggling drugs in underneath like boats, like uh, big cruise liners and stuff? No. Are you big... thinking of Cocaine Cowboys on the speedboats? No, this is uh, it was a story about a specific dude who was smuggling pot instead of coke from somewhere and he was like filling uh in the bottom of uh of big ships that were coming in and out of the harbor like cruise liners yeah. or like mm-hmm. for yeah, transporting they with, uh, like barges well. yeah. yeah oh yeah like, oh I my mean, gosh kind of that sounds nuts i mean they would literally strip planes apart like to make them as light as fuck. Oh, as yeah, yeah. Put as much drugs on there as in, they could. In one of the Narcos episodes today, episode, probably episode one, because I didn't get that far, but uh, they were showing, like, boats, like, under the water, and, like, CIA, or uh, in a DEA, one of those, diving into the water and, like, going under and unscrewing, like, this hole that's underneath the boat and, like, pulling out a tube, and it's full of cocaine. It's like, dude... <laughs> Golly. Take it easy. Where are they? I mean, they're creative. It's a booming business. Yeah. You get creative when you're making pa- a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Pablo Escobar was making upwards of, uh, or had the potential, if everything went right, to make upwards of $5 billion a year wow. for his whole operation. Wow. He was selling that I much think he, coke. I saw something that he was also, he also offered to pay off the national debt of, of oh, yeah, he yeah, did. Of, of uh, Colombia. That's wild. He yeah. offered to pay it if they would let him walk free. And, yep. Yeah. That's wild. And one, y'all know one of the whole reasons he even like came under fire by Colombia is because he tried to run for president. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, really? Yes, he tried to run for president. Like, wow. Like, the Absolute dumbass. Like he wasn't the biggest cocaine smuggler on the planet. <laughs> Dude, that, I mean, he's like, presidents. well, he's he's probably thinking like, well, it's already the national export. Why don't I'm I just right. take control of I'm it by richer force? than everybody else here. So yeah. Yeah. He's well. like, I could buy the country. And <laughs> I, I can say that I don't know if necessarily I can go as far to say like he Reagan definitely, definitely knew what was going on with Iran Contra. that oh, We yeah. were training Contras. Yeah. I, I would say and I feel kind of confident in saying this, that he did not know about the cocaine smuggling by the CIA. I because think about how lucrative of a business it is. It seems like that would very easily be a thing, especially if we talk about the guy that was an American made. He was basically doing it and then this, his guy in the CIA was basically like, "Oh yeah, you go do it." Like keep keep going. God. But it just seems like a whole money grab and people can kind of like set these things up. Yeah. yeah I don't think necessarily that Reagan may have had a hand in knowing hey we're bringing in cocaine from these people because we we're not training them and giving them money anymore right that I mean, seems like maybe a stretch maybe he did but i would say he knew way more about training the contras and selling the arms to iran yeah than the whole cocaine thing well but, think about like uh, corrupt cops happen all the time and they get away with it like without any of the upper people knowing about it right so, like very they much go so. over there and do their own little operations on the side and keep it quiet and yep you know, and still and still have the protective authority, even in it. Right, might, yeah. And it may just be like, you know, person A, you know, officer A saying to officer B, oh, hey, I got this one or hey, let it slide right. and just influencing mm-hmm. them, even with them not even knowing right, that they're yeah. being taken advantage of, whatever yeah. it may be. Um, Crazy. So, yeah. So the, you know, Reagan had fired Oliver North Poindexter, replaced Carl Colucci. Um, continuing on. 
When the story broke, many legal and uh, constitutional scholars expressed dismay that the NSC, which was supposed to be just an advisory board to assist the president with formulating foreign policy, had, quote, gone operational by becoming an executive body covertly executing foreign policy on its own. The National Security Act of 1947, which created the NSC, gave it the vague right to perform, quote, such other functions and duties related to the intelligence as the National Security Council may from time to time direct. And it doesn't uh, define those duties. It just seems like so vague that they would just be like, yeah, you guys can do some of this stuff time <laughs> to time. It's like, don't <laughs> always do it. It sounds like an open end, like an open-ended thing in the books. Obviously, oh, yeah. obviously. But I will. What would have been going on in 1947 that would have allowed this to... In 1947? Like post-World War II? 1945? Two years after, right? Yeah. Something like that. Hmm. Cannot tell you. I'm trying to think of, like, stuff they would have found, like, when they were overseas, like, fighting the war. Like, thinking if they could have uh, found any sneaky things to get into... Oh, they were over there. Hmm. Like I mean, maybe it was created in a way to keep eyes on Germany. True. Yeah, uh, yeah maybe. And like uh, other people that were conspiring with the Nazis, I suppose. Well, they had to have known after... They obviously knew after World War II that the rise of communism was still occurring. Yeah. I mean, we had communist stuff, like anti-communist stuff in the 40s as well. You know, you think about like the Red Scare... Yeah. You think about like them barring people from Hollywood or ban- black booking mm-hmm. people from Hollywood that yeah. were associated with it. So I feel like that might have been just been the target, the targeted oh. audience for the whole the whole time, maybe. Um, where are we, boys? Aftermath? Nah, we ain't getting that too far yet. <laughs> Congressional committees investigating the affair. In January 1987, Congress announced it was opening an investigation into the Iran-Contra affair. Depending upon one's political perspective, the congressional investigation into the Iran-Contra affair was neither an attempt by the legislative arm to gain control over an out-of-control executive arm, a, a partisan, quote, witch hunt by the Democrats against the Republican administration, or a feeble effort by Congress that did far too little to reign the, quote, imperial presidency that had run amok by breaking numerous laws. The Democratic-controlled United States Congress issued its own report on 18th of November 1987 stating, quote, if the president did not know that his national security advisors were doing, he should have. That's a fair point. That is a very uh, fair point. Yeah. Which seems like enough grounds to, like, people to have a slap on the wrist. But, I mean, if he was such a charming guy, you're going to keep your your public opinion poll up. And maybe that was, like, just too important for him. I suppose so. I mean, and then you wouldn't have as much confidence in his nomination. Who was after that? It was Bush, of course. <laughs> Coming in from the sidelines, George Bush. <laughs> Bastard. Dude, the whole George, like the whole Bush lineage of presidencies is pretty crazy. I'm sick of it. Yeah, and they're still trying to get in there. Like Jeb. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> I think to... Jeb's over with. <laughs> he was trying. He, he put in a good fight. But I think the Bush name has been tarnished enough that where nobody just, really just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, a little, they were a little shady. Just to make a comment, so everybody in the room is sipping on uh, <laughs> Big K Diet Cola. How do you guys think Big K Diet Cola is compared to Diet Coke? Um, I will say the Big K is a good bit fizzier than a Diet Coke. I would agree with that. I can see it. It gives me it gives me the burps like crazy. I like it, and know why I like it. This is what's been pissing me off this week. Nine dollars for a twelve pack of on brand soda. Oh yeah. Yeah. Three seventy five for the off brand. I have never in my life seen more than half off for off brand stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. And I'll go on record. I think there's a conspiracy in there. Really? With soda companies Kruger. or off brand stuff in general? Off brand stuff in general. I think that or no, even the name brands. I think that Kroger is marking up some of the stuff that Hell they yeah. are selling that they have alternatives yeah. for on yeah. their own. They want to sell their stuff. Packaging a name brand. Yeah. I mean, yeah, basically. They I think they're marking up the name brand stuff so that they can sell their their off brand stuff. It. Uh, they make a lot more money off of their name. Their label. They've got yeah. exactly. They've yeah. got to, and it's right next to it. 
or it's it's right across yeah. the, the whole thing from it. I I it can't be the aluminum. Coca Cola can't be like, oh yes, the aluminum because the Kroger's yeah. got the three seventy five yeah, twelve pack. They're still aluminum. What the hell's going on? Like unless unless they're fucking drink the drink inside is a penny for them. Like they're not, like. And I'm pretty sure you only get like a nickel back for this if you recycled it somewhere. Doesn't it say on here? A nickel back. Five cents. This is how. Of why I recycle. (laughs) Where's the high me five cents? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Dude, well, I I saved all the cans and I squished them the other day. And it's still just as much goddamn space. (laughs) I tried crushing all the cans. I'm going to take it to that can man. Apparently, he'll like pay you for it. Really? Yeah, you're just giving him a bunch of aluminum. He takes scrap metal, he takes aluminum. Yeah. He just does it by weight, apparently. Uh, it's like, you know, you get this much per pound. I think you only get like maybe $3. What do you think he does with it? Probably melts it all down and sells it wholesale. Smart. Yeah. Smart. So Michigan and Oregon, you can get $0.10. Cents no way. Michigan. I'm moving to Oregon. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. I can't read the other states. Like You get $0.05 cents for New York, Vermont... Michigan, Massachusetts. I can't read the other ones. Have you seen those videos of like <laughs> it's a guy <laughs> it's a guy that'll go up to people recycling and he's like, Hey, what are you recycling for? And they're just very clearly whacked out on smack. Oh, and they're like, shit. Oh, I just really enjoy it. You know, it's like a side hustle. You gotta get some extra money in the ma- pocket. You know what I'm saying? And they're just fucked up on meth and they're tweaking out. And they're like, just so ready to get back in their car and go, go get that fixed. It is so funny. Oh my God. You know, I forget what rapper was saying that like, Crackheads live longer than anybody else. <laughs> that was Dave Chappelle, wasn't it? No, was no. it was... Uh, I know who you're talking about, but I can't shoot. think of it either. God, he's so funny, though. Yeah, talking about a crackhead will live way longer than a meth head will or anybody that's like on fentanyl. Fentanyl makes you live longer. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to stretch me out. Ain't that crazy that that little of something like fentanyl how how toxic it is it's such a tiny tiny amount that'll fucking kill you and how how the hell is it becoming a problem now is it like just yeah. becoming is it is it a new drug i hear people getting like stuff laced with fentanyl yeah. all the time but like it's never in my personal circles or anybody that i know but apparently it's a crisis right now i don't yeah. i'm more confused of like how long has it been around and why is it if it's been around for a while why is it just now I, being introduced into like the synthetic drug market or whatever. What I learned in one of my drug classes at uh <laughs> in college, uh, fentanyl's been around for a long time, but it just hasn't been popular in use, uh, like on the streets until recently when they were able to get a lot of it on the streets. And it's super cheap. So what people will do is they put a tiny amount in there to make the high stronger because it's very potent. So like they can get away with using less product and still getting a strong product, but it's, you know, people... It's just so cheap to produce that somebody's found a markup. Right. For or it. That's wild. Like they're like, if they're like mixing it, they'll, they don't know, they're not chemists, you know. Of course. They're, they're, of they're course. putting whatever into it and that's how so many overdoses are happening. God, it is. I mean, that, that little really bit sad, of powder—it's te- yeah, it's terrible. But that little bit of powder can like kill a human. It's crazy. There were videos of like cops finding it in bags and opening, oh, it and yeah. just like getting knocked the fuck oh, yeah. out. Yeah. That's insane. It's, yeah. Oh, dude! Something that I was looking at ChatGPT. I I say this because I was looking up fentanyl. And I went to DEA.gov <laughs> to just like to see some pictures of some fentanyl pills. But, <laughs> so I went on I, when I was using ChatGPT the other night. It was kind of cool that I wanted to like I did a search, and I think I was looking at like um, you know, like benefits of of a of a fruit, mm-hmm. but everything that it was giving me was just like mom and pop health line oh, websites, yeah. and I was like, I want research article so i was like okay give me five results on research studies with dot gov domains so i could find like actual like literature for for research 
gave it all gave it all to me perfect perfectly understood the the request i was making give me this with gov easy done well so fast what'd you learn learn about fruit um i don't know i sat in that bathtub too long (laughs) to remember anything i came out was like shriveled like a prune i just like just was staring at my phone for two hours you should tell everybody about that stuff you learned about men's multivitamins and uh, the bananas and the potassium oh shit okay yeah so as a banana ripens so it goes from like a really green banana to a soft brown banana the amount of potassium and fiber that is in it is highest when it's green. So when, oh. so in the ripening process, that those starches get converted into sugar. So that's why a brown banana is going to be sweeter and mushier, oh. but it's going to lack the amount of as much potassium and fiber, which is like you know the more healthy part of a banana yeah. that you think about. It just gets less and less over time. That's so cool. That's crazy. We should, so we should be eating like slightly green bananas yeah. if we want them. Yeah, it yeah. should be a little bit firmer. It's crazy yeah. because growing up, I hated the uh, ripe bananas. Like, I yeah, hate, I hated because they were like crunchy. Yeah. Yeah. Right, uh, they I don't were like nasty. A crunchy bananas. Right, yeah. but Nobody. it was like, it was basically just like if you want. I mean, enjoy. We should probably be eating more bananas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the other fact was the potassium. Thank you very much. <laughs> you like bananas? I love bananas. I love bananas too. Bananas and blueberries every morning. Oh hell yeah! That PB Fit stuff is also oh, great yeah. on a banana. That is some. Crap. Bro, you I would literally just mix up some of the powder into a milk, make a little drink out of it, oh, and just drink dude. it. It's Peanut so butter good. milk. Yeah. They make good. they and they make like chocolate PB fit now uh-huh. too. Yep, I had that once. I want some great. of that. Oh, that stuff is good. Dude, it's kind of like chocolate peanut butter, like chocolate milk with peanut butter. It's like Reese's milk. <laughs> oh, it's like Reese's, milk. Reese's milk. Shit. I'm gonna buy some of that soon then. Shoot, go. what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, the multivitamins. Okay, uh-huh. so you're supposed to have, so, like, what was it? 5,000 milligrams of potassium a day or something like that? <laughs> but you can only get, like, potassium supplements that only go up to, like, 100 milligrams or something like that. Because it's so easy. Apparently, it's, like, so easy to, like, overdose on potassium because you're ingesting too much of it at one time. Damn. And so they don't sell the tablets in in high forms. Uh, in fact, like you get probably ten times as much potassium from a banana than you would a potassium supplement. That's so crazy. How crazy is that? You just eat a banana, folks. Why do we need so much potassium? That's that's another question of mine. Why, <laughs> Why the hell do, do we, we need so much if you can only sell us a tiny amount and there's no way you can eat 10 bananas in a day to get the potassium you need in yeah and and like and what's the oh my gosh what the fuck (laughs) that that blew my mind (laughs) jp's like i don't want to eat that many bananas i never will need so much but are we all potassium deficient somebody out there eat 10 bananas a day for about a week and (laughs) let us know how you're feeling afterwards because if it's worth it, I may try it. I would, I would love to see somebody. Have y'all seen Cool Hand Luke? Uh, no. Nah. He eats like a hundred something hard boiled eggs, oh, and he shit. just swells up. And yeah. I'm just imagining somebody eating just like the bathroom, totally bad. The bathroom trip after eating nonstop hard boiled eggs is probably oh, oh my god, dude. Horrible. Have you seen, have you seen the videos of people like degassing cows? They like no. they put a they put a so like degassing they, a cow. Yeah, they have like methane that's just like builds up in their body, and they have to poke a hole to like release the gas. It like vents out of them. Oh, like in the just in the side of the cow. Like, yes, yeah, in like it's in its so gut. Like just a balloon, like yeah. deflating. Yeah, dude. I mean, look it up after this, but right. they'll literally not only do that to degas it. Sometimes they'll light it so that they can see to make sure that oh. like there's a constant flow. Bro, what if so, it goes up back? So like a flamethrower type dude. Yeah. Wow. It's wild. That it is, is so a sick. Fucking flamethrower cow, dude. dude. <laughs> yeah, sh- shout out to the farmers who are degassing our cows out there. Yeah, thank you. That's Appreciate just it. awesome. How crazy Love would it be beef. to to <laughs> use the flame off of a cow to, to cook, cook a steak? <laughs> That'd be kind of I mean I that would be that kind would of smoke, that would be a, would be a little up. sadistic. Bro, like, imagine doing I mean, that to a human. Think about obnoxious cow stomach gas coming out and then, <laughs> and then lighting it on fire. Does and that sound appetizing? Does it to make you? a fart noise? That would that sounds like some real liver king stuff. <laughs> oh, <laughs> if yeah. you were to like cook a cow from the methane that this came is out of the cow. This is a primal grill. Fucking primal smoker over here. Nothing goes to waste, primals. <laughs> <laughs> we will be using this gas to cook this steak. <laughs> so primals. Has he shrunken at all yet? A little bit. 
A little bit. Just a little bit. But like I, like I said, like, I swear, he, he was probably on like 10 different types of steroids. And he's like, quit one. He's like, all right, I'm natural now. All right, guys, I'll stop taking steroids. <laughs> Have you all listened to the songs that he puts on his story, too? They're always like, no, oh. what? Yeah, he was going for a while, like, trying to post a song that, like, matched up with how many days Natty he was. But, like, there's only so many songs that have numbers 1 through 100 in them. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Is he going to keep going past 100 and, like, did you, eventually it's going to be, like, day 427? I mean, I, he may just, like, fade out of the, the posts for it. I hope and so. just, like, that that way he doesn't have to say he's Natty anymore and then he I'm can not, hop back I'm not going to read his story, but I would like it to stop popping up on my stuff. You're, so you're saying no more. You're saying you're not baiting me, Liver King. <laughs> Stop baiting me. Stop baiting us. Okay, we know you didn't eat that pizza. We know you just flipped the table. <laughs> I think I told y'all his. I think his wife has Stockholm syndrome. Oh, I, I it for it, it's freaking me out. I think I think I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but talking about the affection quota. Oh yeah, that's bizarre. How, how does one just become okay with that? Like in a marriage, like yeah. How brainwashed and like, I don't know. Like I, mean, I need this. Be, you need to be, show me this much affection per day, where yeah. it's like now must become be like calculated. Years of gaslighting. You know? Oh like, yeah. Oh, and I feel, like, I feel bad for her. I, I feel bad for her too. For a while. I saw him post like an old picture of him from a while back. He still looked like an absolute. I mean, if they're happy and I'm just talking smack on them, I apologize. But an affection yeah. quota, come on. Lever King's going to show up at the front door now. <laughs> oh, shit, What's dude. up, Primal? I heard you were talking shit about my wife. <laughs> now, I'm just, now I'm just Hulk Hogan. <laughs> What's up, <laughs> brother? Or that's, ma- that's, that's Macho Man Randy Savage. Is it? Snap into a Slim Jim, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to see a Kool-Aid man voiceover oh, shit. of Randy Savage. Do a, do a voice swap on them. Where Rest in peace, there? Randy Savage. How'd he die? Probably. Oh, I mean, I I couldn't tell you to be honest. He might have been in a car wreck. Oh shit! I'm gonna fact check. Did you say. Did you watch uh, uh? Is it what is it called? Beyond the Ring. Oh, I saw. Oh, my dad was watches that. What was that about? That was like I might have gotten the name wrong, but it's about it's, it's a, a series. Isn't yeah, it? it's a series of like. Of different like WWE wrestlers and things that like happen outside of the ring, and like their stories. Like the first episode is about Chris Benoit, so if that tells you anything, um, the one about China was sad. Yeah, <sighs> a lot of it's real sad. Yeah, but uh, they Randy, did a really Randy good Savage, job on him too. Yeah, I just say on there, Randy Savage uh, had a heart attack while he was driving. Oh my oh, gosh! Which are, yeah. Holy shit! I mean, like they said that he was dead before he even crashed. Fuck. But uh, probably from years of steroids. If oh. We're being, oh yeah. For being for real. Yeah. And other drugs. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no Macho Man slander here. I love. I yeah, love of Rangers. course. Yeah. Amen. I um who dude somebody else died of like uh, I think a heart attack when they were driving. It was um. Oh shoot. Oh, Lord, I'm about to bust. <laughs> Leslie Jordan. <laughs> Dude, I'm pretty sure he had, like, a medical complications while he was driving and Fuck. also, like, had a wreck during it. That's sad. That is Doing it while, you, like, while you're driving. Imagine how scared you are. Because, I mean, your yeah. first reaction is to try and keep the vehicle straight, but then you can't. Yeah. And then you're probably still conscious at that point. I would yeah. Imagine. And then you just, all of a sudden, everything's in. Big sad. Big sad. But uh, Randy Savage could drop a mean elbow drop there. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude! I think elbow. I think oh, I want to. That's what I might just for the hell of it get into like some old wrestling compilations. And you just should. next Halloween are y'all all three trying to dress up as some like? <laughs> oh oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! That would be dope. I could do it. I'll be Hulk, dude. I <laughs> I kind of want to. I I if I. I mean, Jordan, I you should 100% be Jake the Snake Roberts. Do you, do you know who that is? <laughs> no, yes. I've, I've never heard of this guy. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Let me show we you a picture. A okay. Uh, I got you. I got Pull you. it up. Pull it up. If anybody he, out there doesn't know who Jake the Snake Roberts is, I do think you should look him up. Right now. <laughs> he visited the Mississippi Comic Con a couple of years ago. Uh, what? Yeah. Okay. I got to see who this is. Dude, I could be on. Jerry. What if I was Jerry the King Lawler? You could be Jerry the King Lawler, <laughs> oh, yeah. Lawler too. Yeah. There we go. That's a Memphis original, baby. 
Christian with his uh, anaconda that he would turn Boy, into. what the hell? <laughs> he would literally come out with a big sack and it would have a fucking snake. Holy shit. You scroll through this. Dude, this guy's a menace. He really was. <laughs> there was people that didn't want to fight him just because he would bring a snake out to the ring. And I, I don't blame him. Oh, oh my God. Holy shit. Imagine like wrestling. And Dude, here's him and Hulk Hogan. Yeah. That is awesome. Okay. I'll do it. You'll do it. I'll rent a boa constrictor right, and carry it around on me. That's awesome. Man. I could, uh, I love Triple H. Is it Triple H who has the speech that's like, beer, more beer, vodka, bourbon, whiskey. Was that Triple H? Everybody goes, what? Oh, that's Stone Cold. So, oh, I was, fuck. I was going I'm, so, see, that's how bad I am about knowing wrestling. Know you're Stone Cold Steve Austin, duh. I fucking love Stone Austin Cold 316. Austin. So yep. I just see, I know ass. a little bit. There you go. Dumbbell curls, barbell, <laughs> yeah. bench press. Yeah, what? Like, um, he had a show called like Broken Score Ranch for a little while. Where what? It's like he owned a ranch where they had a bunch of like obstacle courses. And it was just like a ch- challenge for everybody. Like a like a ninja warrior. Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninja Sick. warrior. Setup. You guys remember? Did you guys watch Ninja Warrior? <laughs> back in you the got G four. Yeah. The TV station. Did you have that? Uh, yeah. It was like a little box and it had G four. Yeah, it. and it was like they had like video game news, cops, yeah. Ninja Warrior, <laughs> and like B B grade movies that they would show. <laughs> and it eventually got can it, I mean, like they like canceled it Dude. and it never came up again. They that had a show called so- X Play that was just like movies and video games and all. It was so sick. They had highlight reels from like Halo Three tournaments and yeah. shit. Dude. Because the MLG, the Major Major League Gaming, <laughs> shout out Major League Gaming, they would run Halo tournaments and it would be on G4. Nice. Oh, oh it was sick. Oh, it was so cool. And that logo is like an unlocked a memory. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the Game Show Network, GSN, yeah. anybody? Dude. Okay, game shows. Wheel of Fortune, of course. Wheel <laughs> no, of Fortune Jeopardy. classic. Jeopardy is probably my favorite game show. Jeopardy's cool. I liked... The shop till you drop. Do you guys remember I didn't that? See oh, yeah. that, that was the shop till you drop. Was basically you had a it was there like they were in like a, a warehouse mall type thing, and it was like you know oh you have to grab a TV and you have to grab a lawnmower, but different TVs and lawnmowers are different prices, so you were trying to like max it out. Oh. And sometimes it was like part scavenger hunt, part just like right. grab what you can that type of thing. <laughs> I'm I mean, it was go, uh, clearly just commercialism, right? But, but it <laughs> was a game much show, you can buy. right? Do prices right? Yeah, prices right. Classic. That is a classic story about that guy who like learned how to cheat on prices right. Like he would, uh, yeah. he would like do hand signals and stuff to the right. Person. Or he he like pull on his earlobe and they <laughs> would know what that meant. He was a master at it. It's crazy. And I saw, and I I think it was him or it was another guy that had done something similar, but. He had built a computer program, like he had built the Prices Right game oh, from shit. previous games, wow. um, prices. So it was like he he just like watched every episode, recorded it, and then put it into a game so he could Dang. practice for himself. Dang. I think it might have been that guy. It Thank was you. it was awesome. It was so cool. Like that's such a smart thing to do. Wow. I'm gonna have to go with Family Feud though for being. Oh, oh Family Feud really is nice. like. You don't even. You could watch that and not even ask questions. Yeah, so funny. Steve Harvey is legendary. He's, he's crazy. He is so perfect in every way. That mustache. I would like to get him on the desk, commentating basketball with Shaq and Barkley. Oh, that. that would be awesome. That. that would be so funny to hear. Oh my god, what'd you say about that when <laughs> Barkley's talking about uh? Like <laughs> all the all the big girls in in Austin, Texas. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <clears throat> oh, that shit is so funny. That cracks me up. Oh my god! How was everything? It's good. Shit, boys. It's good. Shit, boys. Shit, boys. Shit, yeah. boys. Iron Contra. That's what a weird crazy. way to end it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
How many topics was that? Uh, too much. That was a lot of topics, though. We are a variety of fun show. editing this one. Yeah, I'm going to have a lot of fun editing this one. I don't even think I'll have to do anything too uh, much. Yeah, I mean, like, just raw, unfiltered. Yeah, raw, raw. raw and unfiltered. R A W L, raw. I think that I think that for the next one, if I'm going to present it, I think that I just need to write out what I what history needs to be said on it. Right. There's some Shit. stuff I I can just like spit off the cuff and talk about, but there's like that's not going to be anything factual. And sometimes you need to know some names and dates. Mm-hmm. I'm but, gonna get that. We're gonna get that resolved. But, I'd like to applaud you for your your pronunciation of all the names. Again, well. true. Thank Respect. you. Thank you very much. Of course, anytime. Um, where are we on this? <laughs> 59 minutes, 40 seconds. Shoot. Easy. Shoot. Cool. Easy hour. Easy hour. Well, right cool. on the dot. Thank you, JP. Of course. Thank you, Tanner. Thank you. Let's Jordan. come up with a topic for next time. Hell yeah. Next episode, I think we're going to have to do some segments. Better. We're going to do, we're going to start doing, for everybody that's stuck through it all, thank you. Yes. I think in the future, we're going to start each episode. We need to do a soda review. Okay. 100%. Everybody knows that I like a good soda. All my boys know I like a good oh, soda. Yeah. If we can do one soda review, and I think we need to figure out one segment that just like gets something off our chest. Let each yeah, person get an that. opportunity to be like, this is what's fucking pissing me off right now. I gotta <laughs> say something. Right. This is basically, this is RAA. <laughs> Essentially, it's like, God fucking damn, I'm so tired of this shit. Dude, that's what we need. We're gonna put some structure soda in this Soda review show. and get go. it off your chest <laughs> segment, I think is what we're gonna work into it. Let's go. Cool. Awesome, guys. Uh, I guess we'll catch you guys next week. Thank you for listening to everything. Thank you all. Bye, everyone. All right, see you.